0: shit Daryl
1: I forgot how to intro this podcast how do we usually do it
2: welcome everybody to no one likes the tuna podcast the world's premier dedicated fast and the furious podcast I'm Daryl Wong
1: my name is Nick Nosera,
2: and we're joined today by a special
0: guest mm. hello I am Bo Bo do you have a last do you have a surname yeah, uh, you can go by Boyung Ho, my professional name, or uh, as my uh, friends and loved ones would call me, just uh, good old Bo. Just Bo, cool. Oh, it's Bo. What do you what? do professionally with your professional name? Mm. Usually uh, not too much, but uh, <laughs> I'm known to paint. concurred. yeah, okay. <laughs> you paint, you're an artist. I'm, I'm an artist. artist. Okay. Correct. Professionally, you sell paintings to make a living. I try to sell paintings as a profession. Okay. Uh, every once in a while, I uh, will be doing some custom carpentry, printer, okay. what are what have you, fun things here and there. That sounds like
1: a chill ass life, man.
0: It's uh, gets me going. Gets yeah. Me around.
2: So I met Bo through Jess, and mm-hmm. I when I first started at Tesla, I think the first week, or maybe it wasn't my first trip, but maybe it was my second trip. They my team works in Chicago, and uh, Jess was like, "Yo, you got to hang out with my friends, Kate and Bo," mm-hmm. and I had so I'd met them in Chicago at some sort of local bar before, yeah, with Jess not even present, and it was an awesome hang
1: and. Jess was excluded from the initial meet and greet. Yeah, She was, so like, was... you. You're on your own. Exactly. Exactly. Fast forward
0: so, five years, still excluded.
1: Did she walk? <laughs> did she walk you up to the? Did she walk you up to the bar, like hand in hand, and then be like, "This is something you have to do on your own."
2: No, so she no. wasn't there. So I was traveling for work in yeah. Chicago, and Jess was still in New York. She was like, "You got to meet up. Got to meet up." And I was like, all right, all sounds right. good. I'm down.
1: Monster there. Uh, Monster energy drink.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yo, we at Wall watched uh, The Fast and the Furious, the first installment in The Fast and Furious franchise. Came out in 2001. Uh stars Vin Diesel, uh, otherwise known as Mark Sinclair. mm. And it also stars uh, Paul Walker, otherwise known as um, Dead Man Walking. I don't know. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) So, Darrell, how was your watch through this week?
2: It was good. I actually did a double watch through today.
1: You watched it twice. I, 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 I watched, watched it twice. It twice so.
2: so we were trying to coordinate, and like I was what? like, wasn't we weren't sure we weren't I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to like connect with Bo and like actually watch it in person, schedule wise, but also like not sure if I, with coronavirus protocol if we're allowed to like be in the same place. Mm-hmm. Turns out we are allowed to be in the same Sick, place, but all, I pre- I preemptively sort of watched it this morning, um, because yeah. I was. I was w- we were waiting in line. We woke up at Ask Crack of dawn this morning to go and get uh, coronavirus tested at a local cool. Oh, you got like nose stuck. So uh, this was this would have been so I wanted to do that and I mm. this is I had gotten tested two or three weeks ago and it was horrible. It was a horrible experience. Right. Um and we were trying to do it again just to get refreshed. We were about to interact with a bunch of people, but we went there um on recommendation and we went there on recommendation the day before and they were like, we're out of tests. You got to come back tomorrow. We recommend you come early 7 30 in the morning. Whoa. And so yesterday was the 4th of July. I mm-hmm. was here. My barbecue it was nice. We had a good time. Okay. And this morning, where we is to- here?
1: Can you elucidate?
0: Good old Redding.
2: Good old Redding, Connecticut.
0: Oh,
1: great town.
2: Yeah. It's a wonderful place. Please continue. Sorry. Um. So we tr- so we woke up at the ass crack at dawn. We mm. were there not at the suggested seven thirty. We were there at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I mean signed up. Yeah, you know, come on. I was like uh, Yeah, I was like, you know what? Like, th- it's gonna be empty. Nobody's gonna be they're doing anything. They're just that. saying that. They're just saying
1: they're just that.
2: Saying that. <laughs> so I showed up at eight. We were let's call it twelfth on the list. Yeah, and we proceeded right. to they to put your name down. Like, so, go sit in your car. We'll call you. Mm -hmm. We sat in the car. I was like, "You know what I need to be doing right now? Watching the Fast and Furious." Yeah. So I so I turned my little uh, cell phone holder vent cell phone holder thing Mm -hmm. sideways, hooked up that Bluetooth. I had. Do you have
1: a cell phone holder that can cock into portrait or landscape? I do. I do. You (laughs) live in large, brother. (laughs) Real nice. (laughs) That's incredible.
2: I will say watching it with a, in a surround sound, even if it's in a car, like a
1: surround sound experience. Oh, you not had to pump really... it through the car speakers. Hell yeah! Fuck, so, so <laughs> dude, I had... that is a watch. <laughs> that is a crazy ass watch. Phone screen, surround sound, car. Yes audio right Right? that's incredible man that was really cool like
2: it's like that's the perfect way to watch these movies like you imagine yourself like in the yeah in the driver's seat like literally in the
1: driver's seat i would say like if you owned a tesla like a model three or whatever with a Uh big ass fucking screen in the middle Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that would be ideal because then you're pumping it through the car audio you've got a big enough screen where it feels good and then, like, Teslas have inbuilt, like, air popcorn machines, I'm pretty sure. So you can, mm-hmm. like, get that going. Right. Sort of mu- get some munchies happening in the. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Spare car. some of your. Uh, spare some of the battery power to heat up some fresh kernels.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Bo, you you ended up watching it together with Daryl just no. now. Just finished. Like, just literally. Finished How did you find this first? movie have you first of all how familiar are you with the fast and furious franchise
0: all right so i want to say within the last 10 years i've seen within the last year i've seen three Tucker okay drift okay um which i've seen before but just you know we watched it i feel like i've seen four five and possibly six yeah but it's been a long time since I've watched the first one. I want to say it's been easily ten years, maybe sure. a dozen. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's almost
1: twenty years old. So, mm-hmm.
0: like, that makes total sense. Um,
1: yeah. I, I mean, and 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 like, so you are you like familiar with what the franchise looks like on the sort of back end of it? The four, the five, six, seven, eights kind of thing.
0: Yes. Yeah. That, that polish okay. and like the, the action movie. Yeah. Situation. Okay.
1: All right. And, and how, and so how do you feel about going back and seeing one?
0: Again? Well, it's interesting. Cause it's like more about the, it's more about like the idea of how one holds up for me. Cause it's like, it's been okay. a dozen years since I've seen one. Right, Right. but then in that time that movie has um matured so well right or Or like has 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 kind of like in your mind or in like the the culture i want to say in the vernacular yeah Uh like in the general culture like people have been like man like people are fond of it Yeah, you can throw away two, you know, I don't know about three, all that, but, like, one, that's, you know, that's, like, the benchmark. But it's been so long since I've seen one, and obviously four, five, six, and all that, like, is a very different visual situation. Right. So, Um, it was real interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting piece. I think people are fond of it. I think people, it's, like, one in five people are on board with, basically, and the rest... It's this weird franchise where people who've seen all of them, I think, like, the normal reaction is, yes, one, I'm sort of nostalgic for one. It was part of my childhood. Five is like a fun, stupid action movie with The Rock, and the rest are really bad. Mm. I feel like that is the most common sort of feeling about all of them that I get. Now, Mm -hmm. Daryl, I, I love all of them in their own way and I hate all of them in their own special way mm-hmm. um, I think you and I probably have a very different perspective than most people on these
0: well so. when was the last time both of you guys saw one aside from today like nine weeks ago, nine
1: weeks ago. no that's not even uh, eight more longer than that because we did this backwards so last cycle we did one through nine and then this cycle we did nine through one so really like 18 18 weeks ago which is a I, good um, amount of time. Yeah. Four months. Deep, deep quarantine. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Four months, I would say. It, it was a good amount of distance for me. You, Daryl? Hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's a fascinating... I'm trying to still wrap my head around it because it's like, obviously, I haven't seen two in a long time. Um, yeah. And I think I was confusing certain scenes in my head.
1: Oh, like from two, two to and transferring them onto one. Yeah, which yeah, scene? Actually, no. Which scene? You gotta know. We gotta know. <laughs> we there's, gotta know.
0: <laughs> well, there's this one scene where like they're at the docks and there's like an infinite amount of like tuned cars. Mm-hmm. Is that two? Mm-hmm. Is that three? Is that four? Like. A...
2: I think you're talking off. the. I think you're talking the um the scramble scene. The scramble into, scene is like a bum yeah. rush of it's, cars. Or, yeah, that's orchestrated it. by Ludacris. They right. try to throw off Miami PD. Right, right, right. So that's two. That's two. Ah, uh, so, so I think one of the main, main reasons why, why you're getting those two scenes blended together is mm. because a lot, a lot, a lot of the background cars from the first movie were yes. used in Second that particular scatter yeah. scene.
1: Yeah, huh. as our boy Craig Lieberman, Lieberman. yeah, has elucidated, he um, is in this movie. Personally, he is the race wars <laughs> starter guy. Uh, oh. That's him. Um, so okay, so yeah, that's definitely that's definitely a, a scene from two, pulling over. I I mean like, all right, I have a couple things like that I pulled out. Um, my big one this watch through is like, all right, I have sort of two big ones. One is Johnny Tran and Dom have history, mm-hmm. but we've never been made clear like what kind of history Johnny Tran and Dom really have. Dom says two things. He says there's a business deal that went sour and I fucked his sister Mm -hmm. so um, the question for me is what was the business deal was the business deal part of the DVD player stealing business or was it a separate thing Mm -hmm. is Johnny Trent in the DVD playing player business I don't think so (laughs)
2: I feel like he isn't. I get the impression from watching this that Johnny Tran has some, at least from what we can see, it's legitimate business. I think he's a
1: legitimate businessman. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Wait, but what were all the DVDs they found? I mean, they said he purchased them legally, but I just thought that was like a, you know, they just couldn't pin it.
1: Maybe he's a wholesaler. Mm -hmm. You know?
2: Well, Actually, I'm touching on this. I think I touched on this a while back, but when Johnny Tran um, puts, puts the, the motor, motor oil, oil in the guy's, guy's face, face, he yeah. calls him a, f- a fence. And I think I, what I remember when I referred to it before was a um, fence is a person that um, sells stuff, sells stolen goods. Stolen goods.
1: Mm. And we know that it's not that guy's name is Frank, maybe? Frank or Fred? Or Fred. Or Fred. And it's not Harry who runs the store, who also traffics in stolen goods because that's how they've placed Brian in the store is that he got caught selling stolen stuff Mm -hmm. and then they made a deal with the feds.
2: So this ties into my sort of question of the week, um, which is like, yeah, what is the business? Is it legitimate? Uh-huh. And they they're referring to race wars here as like the big, whatever the big deal or the big haul, the thing they've all been working for. After this, we can all go to Mexico. This is the final thing.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Is race wars a money laundering operation?
1: A hundred percent. That's right? what I Totally thought
2: right it's because like that's th- that's seems like the thing that ties right the DVD stuff with whatever yes. Johnny Tran is doing and. Yes. The fact that it only happens once a year, like yes. they accumulate right. all of this crap and then boom, like through race wars, either through admissions, parking, like, uh, well, I don't know. I guess no, because, not because here's line.
1: the deal. It's it's they sell all the DVD players, right? Like, so they steal mm-hmm. all these DVD players. They sell them illegally in cash. They stockpile their cash and all their cash gets laundered through race wars, which is a completely cash setup. Right. right? You're paying cash for food. you're paying cash for race entries, you're paying cash for bets, you're paying cash for everything. Mm-hmm. So all the racing teams, as Mia likes to call them, mm-hmm. who also run illegitimate <laughs> side businesses, come to Race Wars specifically to launder their money, right? Yeah.
0: This race makes War a lot of like sense a, to me. Race War seems like an import Burning Man you know, there was, like, a lot of, like, weird fire and, like, weird yep. tents. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. you know,
2: Glow stick twirling and uh, trance music in the desert.
1: There's definitely a couple of those, like, big hairy boots you see where uh, festivals. Oh, yeah, <laughs> those rave boots. There you go. <laughs> right? Yep. So,
2: right, and I, and I like the money laundering thing. I think that's what creates... Like the uh, it increases the profile of the crimes, which is why we have Bilkins and the FBI investigating. Right. Even when they broke it down to like, oh, that's already six million dollars worth of stuff. Like, six million dollars is that enough to get the feds involved?
1: Yeah, it's on the edge. I would assume.
2: Yeah. So six million there, but like if it's able to tie in a bunch of other right, right, bunny launderers, then yeah. That sounds like a big yeah. bust. And that's Rico, the mall. Right. You know? That sounds worthy of taking over. um I forgot who it was. uh The Hollywood home with the pool and the. Oh, yeah.
0: Liz,
1: it's not <laughs> oh, Liz it Taylor. Taylor. Is it Liz Taylor? <laughs> Liz May
0: Taylor's uh, Old House. home with somebody else. Uh-huh.
1: Um, I Yeah. I mean, I, so like, is the business Dom had with Johnny Tran part of that? Like part of the race wars sort of thing, or is it just c- something completely different that we didn't, that we haven't been uh, clued in on? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't uh, know. I would love to know a little bit more about that sort of backstory kind of stuff, um, and how they got beef. I don't think we see Johnny Tran's sister either, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was
0: a um, there was a woman during the SWAT scene looked younger Mm -hmm. oh maybe i haven't i haven't looked for her in that so slow-mo and it was you know kind of that that they played some soundtrack over it so it's like who knows right there was like the disapproving asian father you know Um, he's pissed he's pissed (laughs) yeah you're
2: saying the sisters
1: at the uh at the the brunch table this is a good point this is a good point um yeah, the dad is definitely pissed. The mom is freaked. Tran is obviously upset he's getting arrested. And I think you're right, there is like another there is another person there.
0: Oh, also the murder. I mean, we're talking about the legitimate businessman part of it, but then he's also a murderer. Him. Right. Or right. at least he's blood on his, his hands type of thing. Ordered a murder. Ordered a hit. Uh you're talking about Johnny Tran? Yeah, right. For uh, no, he, what's his face? Je- he
1: he murdered Jesse, Jesse or... personally. Right, right.
0: Oh, that's the on him the motorcycle. The, uh,
2: yeah, motorcycle. on
1: the motorcycle. Right. It's him yeah. and Lance the pants. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Oh, that makes so much more sense.
1: Yeah, that was yeah. the other
0: guy. The other guy that I was like, I think that guy's in Bloodsport. I'm not sure. Oh that. yeah,
2: that's Lance Pants. Lance Pants. Yeah, yeah Lance, Lance the, the pants. pants. Lance the, the pants. He's, he's got those snake pants. pants. Yeah
0: yeah mm. it's an amazing machine got the snake pants yeah yeah i, mean, yeah, I want to know what else yeah he's i want to know what else he's that seems he, seems he has that face
2: uh-huh i definitely have never seen him ever in another movie you no know, i, I think he would have read one and done
1: for lance yeah. the pants i'm pretty sure i mean but then i, mean, I would have said the same thing about like jason tobin right like mm-hmm. who's in three he has a very small role in three and he's like a buddy of justin lynn but then I saw Better Luck Tomorrow, which also stars Jason Tobin, and then I followed him on Instagram, and apparently he's in all these like crazy-ass Chinese movies that I've never seen, uh, and it is in some sort of weird Western movie coming out soon, and it is in coming up in Fast Nine. Mm. So maybe Lance the Pants has a career sort of totally to the side that I've never I've never heard about.
2: Um, before we move away from uh, Johnny Tran and Gang,
1: yeah, I wanted to sort of like
2: to point out you—you you like I always see the the cool backpack that the the woman is wearing when they drive off oh, on the motorcycles for sure. the plastic yeah thing yeah yeah like the hard sure. the hard shell backpack yes. with like the little the scoop thing. yeah the yeah. little scoop there so you, yeah. I always thought so. So you could roll up a uh, sleeping bag or something and attach it to the outside. I just oh, looked it up. I looked it up while I was watching the movie. This is called a Bowlby backpack. B- oh, B-O-B-L-B-E-E. And uh, these hard shell backpacks are actually, they, I don't know, they rose to popularity, one, because they look cool, but two... There was a popularity with motorsports because they're supposed to have like crazy impact protection. So in addition oh. to being a sweet looking backpack, it also is like a spine protector. Like an Armadillo situation. Right?
1: Exactly. exactly. Whoa. Which is pretty cool. I mean, that's cool. Like you need, if you're going to ride motorcycles, if you're going to, if you're going to ride motorcycles, you got to have some sort of back protection. Mm -hmm. you dress for the you dress for the slide not the ride that's Mm -hmm. what they say you -hmm. know um i have never really what is the thing for then like the scoop at the bottom is it just Mm -hmm. for like extra packaging that you can clip on there or is it for yeah what is it for Mm -hmm. it's a wild ass backpack Right? I remember
2: distinctly like in the, whatever, late 90s, early 2000s, walking past, in like very nice neighborhoods in San Francisco, walking past like boutique stores and they would like have one in the window. I was like, what is that thing? Yeah. So I remember seeing them. It was like a varying time period specific.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty sick. Um, I wouldn't want to wear one around, I don't think. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe, maybe as like a fun joke
1: now, mm-hmm.
0: not but in the twenties, maybe in the early teens. Yeah, maybe in the early teens. I don't know.
2: It doesn't have a specific thing. It just says like all kinds of stuff: sports equipment
1: and camera gear. They're trying to stuff. cast a wide net. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of casting a wide net, do you want to do? Uh, do you want to do shoutouts? Let's do some shout-outs. Bo, are you prepped
0: on shout-outs? I am a little prepped on shout-outs. Okay,
1: sick. So here on the pod, we have a little segment we like to call
0: shoutouts.
1: outs Out. <laughs> one, <day in laughs> one day in quarantine, Daryl, we're going to get it together. We used to be so good when we were in yeah. the same place.
2: We used to really go for it.
1: Um, We review, promote... Something, products, services, people, different things that we got going on in life. This is not paid advertising. It's just advertising, pure and simple. So, Bo, do you want to start us off this
0: week? Sure, I'd love to. Yeah?
1: you have uh, a product you want to shout out to?
0: Yeah, I have a, I have a series of, um, of color schemes. Whoa, um,
1: this is interesting. Yeah. One. Nice. What is this? <laughs>
0: it's, a, it's a full time. time right? Right? Um, so, so I want to give a shout out to the original, original. Fender Custom Colors.
1: The Fender For, uh, Custom Colors.
0: Yeah. So in the '50s and '60s, when Fender guitars were uh, producing their, you know, first uh, production line of uh, like Telecasters, Stratocasters, and some P-basses and things like that, okay. they offered custom colors. Okay. And um, these custom little paint jobs were based on uh, Chevy and Ford car colors. Hmm. Oh, um, I didn't um, know that. And currently, uh, as my um, Corona quarantine side hobby, mm-hmm. I've been uh, building guitars, um, kind of tying that Sick. paint and carpentry thing together. And so I've been looking at a lot of custom colors. And the uh, instrument that I'm currently working on is uh, in Fiesta Red. And Fiesta Red was premiered on the, uh, I think, although I might be wrong, but I think it was the first-gen Mustang, Ford Mustang. Hmm. Very
1: cool. This is so. a real car tie-in, too. Yeah, This is like, yes. I was not expecting this <laughs> to be a real car tie-in. That's obviously not a requirement for the shout-out segment, but I appreciate it very much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: There you go. Fender Custom Colors. Fender cool. Custom
1: Colors. All right. Like, shout-outs to the color scheme, Fender Custom Colors. I, the only thing I think of when I think of, like, the original Fenders, like, guitars, I guess, which I'm mm-hmm. not very well acquainted with, is, like, the wood grain, the orange wood grain with sort of the black fading out to, like, a black Oh, uh, the sunburst. Sunbursts. Sunburst. Yeah. Sunburst. That's what I think. With like the white plate on it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, that's a sick, that's a sick looking
0: guitar basically. Gorgeous. Yeah. Do you own guitars? I um, am a recent guitar owner. Uh, okay. Was one in middle school, but that was quite a while ago.
1: And what a, what a great time for all of us. Middle school. right?
0: <laughs> yep. Right. And what a great time uh, during the quarantine to stay at home and pick up a new hobby or an totally. old one that I hadn't picked up in about a decade and a half. Do, were you a player, a good player, yeah. a good guitar player back in the day? Not particularly. Yeah. I, I had friends that were um, astounding, breathtaking, yeah. but um, I kind of picked it up through osmosis and, yeah. uh, you know, about March, had the decision of whether I'd buy a new guitar and pick that up again or buy myself a Nintendo Switch, and uh, as you might know, you made Nintendo the Switches absolute wrong choice. <laughs> <or> <laughs> Nintendo <on a> Switches <laughs> sold out across the entire country. The decision was oh, made on your behalf. So yeah. you know, by default,
1: <laughs> guitars. Sick, sick. Um, uh, I mean, that sounds great. I was always a pretty poor musical instrument player. It always felt like learning a language to me. Like I can learn a language to a point where I can order a cup of coffee at a like at a cafe, but past that, like conversation, I just fucking suck at them. You know, mm-hmm. I just can't can't get. I could always get like chords, like I could play a couple chords, but you know the fingering and like different harmonics and different. Yeah, it's just always like got too. I couldn't read music very well. Yeah.
2: I was basically in the same boat. I played a very, very small amount of piano. Yeah. And I touched a guitar. I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. It's like, I understood pianos, like press it. And like this corresponds to that note. And I couldn't translate like
0: very basic music reading to like guitar stuff. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand it until about two months ago. And I'm talking about the stuff that I learned when I was 13, Mm -hmm. right? right? That's the weird part was, you know, there's some kind of weird muscle memory or something that comes back after decades and decades, but all the terminology and all the stuff that, you know, my more gifted friends were trying to teach me, none of that stuck. Mm. And then it wasn't until whatever, March, April, when I started looking this up online and finding YouTube videos that I was kind of like, I remember those words. I remember what someone was generally trying to tell me Mm. and now it's kind of making sense. I mean, I still can't play the thing any good. Well, like, right, it's difficult. Kind of understand it a little bit, which is yeah, all I'm really looking for.
1: Well, shout out to Fender Custom Colors for sure. Custom Colors, it's pretty cool. Um, I, well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take charge on this. I want to shout out to the Future, Daryl. Oh, not specifically because obviously, like the future is fucking super garbage <laughs> like, you know we're all doomed but but i did recently enter what i feel like is sort of the future uh by purchasing a product that i had been lacking for a few years i got a phone last year my first phone that was wireless charging capable whoa
2: but well, you bought and it last year and bought- I, last year yeah, you haven't been using the wireless charging up to now. I haven't owned right? a
1: wireless charger. Right, right, right. Doesn't come in the box. Right. Doesn't come in the box. So where you get those? Uh, cars about? about <laughs> So <laughs> I, I, I recently was at the mall, and was getting uh, my girlfriend's phone repaired, and in the phone repair store, they were selling wireless chargers, and I thought to myself, Yeah, sure, sounds it's good. Fun. So I got a wireless charger, ten watt wireless charger, Whoa. Coaster. for the equivalent of thirty dollars. So it's forty five bucks, New Zealand. And uh, check this out. Boom! Whoa,
2: easy, Future.
1: easy peasy, man.
2: Wow! Incredible. Is it? Is it pretty forgiving with that contact point?
1: Is easy. it a magnet? Mm-hmm it's no no, it's not a magnet what it is is there's a coil inside the um charger and there's Mm -hmm. a coil inside the back of the phone and they basically have to line up Mm -hmm. so if i put it like if i put the charger towards the top of the phone not doing it if i put it towards the bottom of the phone not doing it but if i put it to the middle it basically works and it's got Mm -hmm. some give but it's not uh yeah not the best. So I, now I have it on my desk. My phone is always charged, like so juiced up. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. it's always. I yeah. never worry. I'm fucking like sitting in my car, docking my phone, GPSing, not plugging it in, because like I'm juiced Rightless. already. As Whoa. soon as I like grab my phone to go out the door, it's juiced a hundred percent. I'm ready to mm-hmm. run. So, like. I just feel so much better about my life. <laughs> I if somebody has a wireless charging capable phone, get yourself a wireless charger. It is it does change your shit around, man. It is really so, good. So what's the difference? So
2: what I currently do is I basically buy five cords every, every let's call it three months because between myself and Jess, like really, Jess will lose. She'll lose uh, one a month, basically. Who knows where oh, it goes? But yeah. what's the difference, like uh, in terms of like habit-wise, between walking up and like plugging your phone in versus walking up and putting it on the wireless charger?
1: Um, it's is that it the same thing? It's. I guess it's the same thing. I would say like, well, one. Let me just give you a big picture view. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> let me give you a big picture view here, Daryl. Back in 2014, there was this incredible company that made all these innovative, different products, sort of crowdsourcing inventions, (laughs) if you will. Yeah, Uh, It was called, I think, Quirkified Industries or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If I recall correctly, they had a big deal with Home Depot at one point. They had a big deal with, you know... Anyway, Uh so... They made all these products that and one of them I was like incredible blew my mind. They made this little rubber clip that you would put on your <laughs> desk. <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah. And you you could put your cords in between these little prongs and they would stay on your desk, right? When they weren't plugged in. But since that company went out of business, <laughs> I can't get one of these things anymore. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Imagine,
2: like, four fingers that just, like, sat permanently on your desk and held your shit on there.
1: (laughs) You ever do, like, the coin flip between your fingers kind of thing? I wish. Like that. uh, Yeah, the Pirates
2: of the Caribbean. The the
1: Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like that, but stationary and with power cables. Okay? Mm -hmm. Think about that. So, (laughs) So, I can't get one of these things anymore, right? Obviously, no one makes them anymore. So what uh, I have been doing in the past is yeah, yes, I have a cable at my work desk and I have a cable next to my bed, right? And I have one in the car. But on my desk especially, I put that ca- I unplug, I put that cable down, <laughs> it's on the floor.
0: Okay. It's on the floor.
1: You take your
2: office chair, roll over a couple of times, boom, oh, it's dust.
1: You don't it's even tough. get me started about <laughs> rolling over these cables. Okay, it's all and then the cables get wound into the weak the caster of the office. Like you pull it out and it it it's like I think it'll work, and it looks like it looks like a little. Yeah. Yeah. Especially any damn it, those Apple brand ones, the ones that like come in the box, tear apart so easily. And literally, I'm just left with like miles of exposed wire and yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah. All right, so. Now, the process for me at my desk, I sit down at my desk. I'm ready to work. One, I don't even – I just, like, I put my phone down in front of me. I'm not thinking, oh, I need to charge it. Come 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I need to send an emergency email. Oh, my phone's on 10%. Okay. Mm -hmm. If I need to charge it, I got (laughs) to (laughs) reach. All the way down on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm like – I'm trying to read an email and where, how do I, where is the plug? How do I get this socketed into my phone? This is garbage. This is, what am I, what are we cavemen? All right. Uh
2: uh
1: Guess what? Now I'm living the wireless chargers lifestyle. My charger is always sitting on the desk right right. next to me. Okay. I sit down in the morning. Boom. You hear that? Charging. Okay. Bam. Charging. Yeah, all right. It's changed my whole shit around. You know what I'm saying? So that's basically where I'm at, living this wireless charging lifestyle. You you don't have a wireless charging capable phone, correct? You're I do still not. that seven lifestyle, I'm on I'm on seven
2: over here. Yeah. I've
1: like I've been talking
2: over months now about how my seven's gonna crap out and gonna it get done it. a new phone. It's been exactly the same every single day. Is it
1: one of those things you're kind of hoping it craps out a little bit? I am kind, kind of hoping
2: it craps out. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I hope my bikes get stolen so I can buy new ones. Like, that's yeah. sort of what I want <laughs> to happen to this phone. I just want it to die. Yeah. So I can new one. But it's exactly the same every single day. And I unfortunately have nothing to complain about.
0: No screen protector?
2: No. no I go naked, no. <laughs> naked phone. Naked phone. Daryl Six has day been a naked
1: hours. phone man from the beginning. Oh, that's yeah. It's
2: reckless. That's it's crazy. crazy. That's and you would think that I would be able to break one of these
1: but I can't do. I took your advice or to, went, I I literally took my case off for 4 <laughs> days and the screen cracked to fucking shit. <laughs> it was like gone. Uh, you know. But do you have a phone that has wireless cha- charging capabilities?
0: I got the 8 um eight I can do. Yes. Yeah, I think 8 yeah, can do. I, it. Do. I, I think like that was Paris the first have iPhone one of them. Yeah, and, uh, I've tried it a few times. Um, I don't have one in my apartment. I don't. I don't live with the wireless charging capability. I should think about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick I one up. They're pretty cheap nowadays. To...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you get a ten watt one. Also, that's a good sort watt, of little uh, nugget of the advice. There's five watt like the ones best. and ten watt ones. It's faster. Yeah. 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 Nice. Oh. Um. Darrell, I've stretched this uh, shout out to sort of an <laughs> extraordinary length, but I wanted you to—I wanted you to have a have your uh, moment in the sun. What do you want to shout out to this week? Sure,
2: I got a yeah, I've got a sort of office-related shout out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I struggle with uh, personal organization. Mm-hmm. Like I no quirky I, industries I, to help you out. I know, right? I'm I'm very much like a um, like a bucket storage person. It's like all right, like. If it's a shoe it could be a shoebox, it could be a bin, but like once I put one thing that like looks like that, I'll just like that'll be the category of things, I'll throw everything in there. But um so I have a problem with paper organization because mm-hmm. I like I don't have a desk at home, but I like accumulate like important documents that I'm sure. not allowed to throw away. Sure. And um, I I end up with small stacks everywhere. Yeah. At at some point, I had a small little like folding portfolio, the new accordion folder. Yeah. Accordion folder, loading. but like yeah, like uh, Seinfeld, George Costanza, like, like this, this thing, thing was like It's like, like loading up. Okay, yeah. I got you. Ex- exploding it. like has been exploding for a couple of years now. So okay, I upgraded my uh, yeah, upgraded my storage situation to. It's it's called, a, I got it on Amazon. It's a Storex portable file box. So it is, imagine like a half banker's box, but with a lid on it and a handle. It's like a plastic thing that like...
1: Okay. I'm, you, to I'm, store I'm with you.
2: I got one of these the other day and it has totally changed my filing system.
1: And is it a yes. filing drawer? Like is it itself a filing drawer where you put clipped file folders in? Yes.
2: Okay. Sick. So it's that. Yeah. It's great. It's great, and it like I like that I can close it, but I like that as a handle because I can throw it in my closet. But if I need a valuable document, I can bring the whole thing out. Right. Look for it, file and use stuff. Like, it's been really great, and I've only had it for a couple days, but like I feel it's one of those things like when you know you have important documents that are just out and about, like I leave stuff around for myself so I can go do it, like go pay this toll, like register this thing, like follow up with this later. And I feel a lot more personally organized on like an everyday basis because yeah. I know where all this stuff is and I can keep track of it. So
1: Stack I what? have upgraded. I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to one up you. Mm-hmm. I have a filing cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. And it rocks my world, basically. <laughs> I won't. I do. I just. I don't have a place
2: to put a filing cabinet yeah, right now. I it's can't. Like, it's one of those things that like, you can't take a filing cabinet and put it in your kitchen. It just doesn't yep. belong there. No, it does not so. belong
1: there. Yeah, I hear you. All right. Well, shout out to um, uh, the miniature. Do you know the product name? The miniature filing it's, folder. It's made by a company called Storex. Storage. Storage. Store.
2: Is that Store like SpaceX? Is that Elon owned? Uh, it should be. I mean, it, SpaceX for like, storage. Yeah, they should give me this as part of my compensation package. Like, oh, yeah. here's a
1: new filing cabinet. For sure, filing box. Um. All right. So I got one more big thing I want to talk about with this movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One more big thing. I was watching pretty closely this week. And there's a moment where the FBI guy goes through with Brian about Dom's history. And they shows him some pictures of Dom, of the guy Dom beat half to death with a wrench. Mm-hmm. For which he got two years in Lompoc. Is that Lompoc? Lompoc. Lompoc. Lompoc Correctional Facility. Okay. That guy, when I saw him, when I looked at those pictures, even though he's sort of beaten up, I said, that guy looks a, a lot like John Cena. Oh. Oh. Who is, we know, <laughs> playing Dom's brother oh. in F9? Oh. Huh. So here's my theory. Dom, this guy wasn't responsible, really, for killing Dom's dad. Maybe he was, Maybe, but maybe it was out of anger and spite because he was having an affair with Dom's mother. And maybe oh. Dom... Maybe John Cena is Dom's half-brother, which is why he they don't look anything alike. And... Dom took vengeance on this guy because he found out that he was having an affair with Dom's mom, and that's really why he beat him half to death with the wrench.
2: Okay, hold on. Let's. I'm trying to repeat this back to you for understanding. So, yes. John Cena is the guy who's in the photo as the guy that. Vin John Cena's up- dad is in the photo. Oh, John Cena's dad. Got it. Oh,
1: John Cena's dad is in the photo
2: because Vin's. Dad, is messing around with guy in photos, wife, and produced John Cena.
1: No, opposite. John, let's oh, think about this. Gotcha. John Cena's dad messing around with Vin Diesel's Vin's mother. Right. right, right, right.
0: This is vengeance.
2: Have Have we throughout the series at any point um, heard about Vin
0: Diesel? Yeah, no.
1: No, so one. I well, I don't think so. Like, have, is she dead in canon? I don't, I, we've never had a mention of her. I don't. We've think definitely she was heard, ever heard about alive. Vin's father. Because mm-hmm. in five, he's like, I love my father. Like he, like, he loves. He talks about how he's always. About him. I loved everything about him. Um, but we. I don't. I haven't. It's a great opportunity for like a Helen Mirren. You know, type insert mm-hmm. of like a famous person coming in to like do a can the the sort of mama diesel ca- cameo
2: to bring it all together.
1: Maybe we'll get it. Maybe there's like a surprise cameo in Fast Nine. It's like, wow, here's your mother. Hello, brother. Hello, brother. Let's fight each other. Here's your mother. That's kind of a poem I just wrote. <laughs> <laughs> basically now what is what is fast nine coming out it was supposed to be out now it is now moved to may 2021 oof yeah brutal absolutely brutal that we have to spend another year without new a new movie to watch mm-hmm. I, i'm not happy about it at all
0: so
2: um but did you have anything else any questions about the
1: movie anything else that you want to point out uh you don't have to we're not yeah. into this movie it's <laughs> like totally fine <laughs> we, we don't need to talk about it anymore i've only seen one or two times
2: yeah i had a yeah. small one which is i don't yeah. know if we talked about it before but like why is why is dom not driving a muscle car from the beginning? Why is he driving that RX-7 uh,
1: at all? Because the, the Charger's cursed.
2: Yeah, the Charger's cursed.
1: Yeah, it's cursed. So he's but like, he, like... Yeah, and then he transitions into being, like, only muscle cars, right? Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. that what we're talking about? But I,
2: like... I think in the past, I saw like a transition. Like, I had kind of imagined like a transition from the Mazda RX 7 to the Charger lifestyle as like a transformation of character. Yeah. Um, Like, a going, like, an increasing level of badness or some sort of different level of responsibility. But, like, uh, he was yeah he was already stealing the dvds he had already started laundering money laundering operation race wars like he was a full-time like full-fledged criminal so when i think about like character and car put together i'm like uh it's becomes harder for me to justify why dom at any point needs to drive an import car
1: I mean, I, I I basically agree. I John's car transition throughout all of the movies kind of for me aligns with Vin Diesel's transition from a good actor to a basically nothing character. Right? Whereas like in the beginning he has vibrant, colorful import cars. He, and he's a vibrant, colorful character. And then by the end, he's, like, a little more defined, but he's still, like, got this sort of old-school style and this, like, outlaw style, like the black Charger. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he shows up in three in a silver Charger, I believe, or a blue one, a blue Chevelle. Actually, he might be running. Mm-hmm. That platinum like blue. A, yeah, yeah. Um uh, and he's still got a little like flair to him. For what is he running for? Do we remember the rebuilt Charger basically, right or no? In the race, you mm-hmm. like yeah, it's a Charger. I don't, I don't remember. They all start I don't to look very but then we start getting into, like, the 2011 Dodge Chargers, right, that are obviously sponsorship inserts but also reflect the idea that, like, in 5 and 6, Dom gets, like, lamer and lamer as a as an actor and just, like, becomes this sort of amorphous blob of, mm-hmm. of Dom Toretto versus, like, the colorful, interesting uh, character of Dom Toretto from the first one. And then we even get, like a matte black 2016 charger, you know, it's like, it gets even duller and duller, literally. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, by whatever it is, nine, he, now he's in this like, jacked up, you know, like monstrosity of his form, of the form of its former self. I I think the, I think the Lycan the Hypersport also fits, also fits into fits that, into that like,
2: like, uh, timeline, timeline of, of like, like, the Lycan Hypersport for for anybody else who outside of this movie is a fake car. It's just like, hmm. it's inaccessible and like, people don't drive it. You'll never see it. It like, even in the movie, it seems like it's almost unbelievable whether they had a Lycan Hypersport there or if the Lycan Hypersport is a real car. And I think that like speaks to the sort of like divide between Vin Diesel and the people.
1: Right. Is it real or is it not, basically?
2: Yeah. I yeah. think it is a real car. I think I looked it up at some point. It is a real car, but like even after looking that up, I'm just like, you're never gonna see one on the street. Like you could see a you could see a Bugatti Veyron on the street. You could see yeah. a Bugatti on the street before you would ever see a like in hypersport. And for that to be like the highest profile. Car in uh, Fast and Fury 7.
0: Yeah. You know, like- they, they didn't make very
2: many like in hypersports. Right. Basically. Vin, I, think, I think Vin has one in real life though.
1: Oh. Uh, well, they only made one Vin Diesel. So, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's it for me, I think, this week. You, Daryl? I think so. I think yeah. that's it. Got a quick. 30 second question. Yeah. Trucks.
0: Oh, interesting. That's basically my question. Yeah. Or can we see more trucks? of trucks? We've,
1: We've seen, seen one even... in this movie. Right. Right. Paul red... Walker drives the red truck for Harry's garage. Mm-hmm. And we see the rock drive several later on. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yep. I've seen those.
1: They use those classic trucks in Puerto Rico
2: to to heist the gasoline tankers. Oh, That's true.
1: That's true. Oh. Uh, and no, that's in the DR, isn't it? In the DR. Yeah. yeah. In the um, beginning of four.
2: Ludacris uh, drives a tricked out Jeep or something.
1: In... Yeah. Not quite the same. Not a pickup, you know? Right. Right. I'd be down for a couple more pickups, like a couple more crazy pimped ride pickups, kind of deal. It's definitely like a different subset of the
0: car world. I feel like, right? Right. You know, a Jeep Gladiator.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. You know. Yeah. This is
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You, I'd be interested you, in some antique pickups too. You know, that'd be sweet. Yeah, because yeah. you could you could uh, you could turn an old
2: Toyota Tacoma into a drift car.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Did we see any in Cuba? They don't race any in Cuba, right? In eight? Mm, no. But do we see any? Even on screen? Mm, I don't remember. I don't remember either. All right. Good point. We're going to take a look out for some more pickup trucks on the next we'll cycle. Pick up more trucks. Uh, if you want to hang out or talk to us, we you can find us at NOLT Podcast, N-O-L-T-T Podcast on Twitter. Uh, no One Likes to tuna Podcast on Instagram. No One Likes to Tune a Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Patreon.com slash No One Likes the tuna Podcast. Want to give a big shout out to the patrons. Daniel, Steph, and Fredo. Oh, who's our four, who's our fourth Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking it up. Mm-hmm. Um Patrick, obviously. Our man Patrick. Uh, if you want to throw us literally a book, you can do that at Patreon.com slash no one to a podcast. And speaking of, I posted the um the in betweener movie poll. So our patrons get to vote on which movie we watch in between cycles, which will be next week. And the results are in, and we're going to watch Find Me Guilty, which is a 2006 courtroom drama starring Vin Diesel. Wow. Yeah. Very excited excited for for that. that. I'm excited for that. Very excited for that. So that's going to happen next week. If you want to vote with us or with our patrons, you can join the Patreon at any point. Um, also, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. If you want to give us a follow, I don't fucking know what else. Daryl, you got anything to plug?
2: Nope. That sounds good. Just visit
1: all the no one likes the tuna stuff. <laughs> Bo, anything to plug?
0: Just uh, nobody likes the tuna. Yeah. Do you have a like a website people can check out your art? Oh, oh I, do I do have a, have a website. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, it's boyungho B-O-Y-A-N-G-H-O-U dot C-O-M.
1: That sounds sick, man. People good should go there. Check out your paintings.
0: Are they for sale? Uh, I guess so. Send me an email.
1: Yeah, send them an email. Buy a painting. Nice. Um, yeah, why not? <laughs> that's it for me this week. I hope everybody uh-huh. has a good one. Peace. Later. Take care.